This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the 100% LCFC podcast. My name's Phil and I'm standing in for Lee Chappie this week. Calling all Leicester City fans. 100% LCFC keeps you up to date with all the fans' views, club news, gossip and competitions. Visit LeicesterFanTV.com or search online for 100% LCFC and join the Leicester fan debate today. Blue Army. Are you running a business? Does social media marketing leave you scratching your head? We can help you. Hologram offers online digital marketing services for local businesses in Leicestershire at affordable prices. Harness the power of online digital marketing today and call us on 01509 410365. 01509 410365. Or visit hologram.com and book your free consultation. I'm joined by two Leicester City fans to look back at the Newcastle match and also look forward to the West Ham game. So first of all, let's start with Sam. Sam, you were at the Newcastle game. Yeah. Uh, it was disappointing all round, wasn't it? Yeah, it just it seemed like we were under Puel again. You know, we uh, we had so much time and space because they were sitting back, and there were so many chances where Tellyman's Madison had a chance to shoot, but they just passed it off to the wing we crossed it in and we lost it and we know we're not good at that because we have no one up front to head it really quite a few fans have said that after the match that it was a bit like watching Leicester under Puel which is a bit harsh but it, it really was I have to agree I was there as well and Tielemans didn't have a, his best match Madison didn't it was frustrating to see that players couldn't break Newcastle down Rafa Benitez clearly came with a game plan didn't he and set them out to defend yeah I, th- I think we knew that's what he was going to do though I felt from the that's that's how Newcastle play, especially when they're trying to get a few points to stay up the season. So, I I think we just we didn't play to our strengths. The weekend we definitely didn't do anything at half time to go into the second half and change it. No, they came to defend, and then frustratingly we let that goal in in the first half. I I know before we came on to this podcast, you were telling me a little bit that you thought Casper might be at fault slightly for that. He looked like he jumped preemptively. He looked like he was he jumped really early for that, and he he kind of like flailed in the air kind of thing. I don't know if he was thinking it was it was coming to the left side, but he almost looks like he's jumping in the middle, and he hits the ground before the ball's even in the net. Kind of if you look at it, it's 
he jumped quite early for that one. Yeah, it was frustrating, although I think you have to give Perez, who scored for them, a bit yeah. of credit. He, the ball came in fast, fast cross, and he put it in. I mean, they created, I think, that as many chances as us, but with only 25% possession. So it, it really just was frustrating um, and something that Brendan Rodgers has got to look at for next season, I think. I think so. I think, yeah, I, we definitely need a plan B. Not one of the subs that came on, apart from Albright, actually brings anything to the game. And Albright is usually a first-team player. There's no striker. like Even if you had Slimani on for the last 15 minutes, you know, kind of player, he'll do more than the Mendy kind of plays for Ndidi, you know? Yeah, and talking of Albright, it was great to see him come back. Most of us thought he wasn't going to make any more appearances for the rest of this season. Uh, Jay, a lot of fans have been, again, frustrated at Demari Gray Gray's performances. He's had a little run in the team, mostly because all Brighton's not been in the team. Didn't perform that well again. To many fans' views on uh, Friday night against Newcastle. What's what's your views on Demari Gray? Um, well, I feel like he ha- that was his time to shine, really, because all Brighton being out of the squad, um, he's had a lot more game time, and you really wanted to see him shine. But it's just common mistakes that he's doing. You see week in week out, his his final pass just always isn't there. His final decision making just always isn't there. You know. Sometimes when you think, oh, you should just have a shot, he'll do a pass that just won't lead to anything. Or sometimes when you think, oh, just pass it off to the wing or pass it off to the side, he'll um, he'll still he'll just do the wrong decision each time, each and every time. I think, and uh, he's still got a lot to learn. He's still a young player, and I think he's an exciting player, but he's not really shown much for me. You know, Harvey Barnes has done a lot more for the time he's been here, the short time he's been here, um, over Damari Gray, in my opinion. And um, if Gray doesn't, if Gray keeps performing the way he is, I he'll get replaced by someone else, Albrighton will come back in and take his spot again and we'll just see Demario Gray come on for the last 10 minutes of each game and not really get that game time that he probably wants. So if, if he doesn't perform well, then I think he'll he'll end up leaving in the summer, I think. I think both of you two were at the pre-season game. It was about four years ago when Leicester played at Birmingham away and Demario Gray scored a fantastic goal. I was there myself as well. Uh, Sam, has he, has he improved at all since he's come to Leicester? I think he's got worse, but that that comes along with young players. They they're confident get shredded when they don't play. You know, like we've seen it with Anacho. Had a good preseason, came in, played a bit. He didn't do much. He com- completely dropped, and he's done nothing. It 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 doesn't help. But for me, he's had two months now. Where he's been playing solid first team football. I I don't think he's he scored one goal. I think not really done any assists or anything. So I his his touch is bad. Uh, his decision making is bad. He'll try and take on three, like we saw the Newcastle game. We're losing one nil. He's in our twenty yard area, and he does that back heel thing, doesn't he? And we lose it. Like he doesn't need to do that. There, he just needs he needs a bit more of a football head rather than a, I'm the best player on the pitch head. Yeah, frustrating, frustrating. I mean, Newcastle overall just showed some of the lack of of areas that Leicester have got when it comes teams come and try and defend against us we do have a problem against that moving on to West Ham Jake on Saturday um, West Ham's form's been a little bit intermittent I think we're on a better better run overall obviously with our four wins out of five and West Ham are a few points behind us um, you went to watch Leicester you were telling me at West Ham just a couple of seasons ago it's a big ground it's a strange ground isn't it for atmosphere for away fans and home fans uh, yeah, well, the atmosphere there um, obviously isn't as good as their old ground. The uh, the away fans are kind of split into two sections, which kind of, uh, you're sort of like having two separate away fans. Um, but um, obviously West Ham, uh, big uh, big ground, uh, big fan base. La- they're quite, they can be loud when they want to be. Um, 
obviously I don't think it's going to be an easy game. We're not going to walk over them, in my opinion. They, their their form at the moment isn't as good as ours, but um, we've just come off losing against Newcastle. Obviously, we'll probably um, against West Ham. We're probably going to do fine. Uh, we'll probably change how we were playing. We may, maybe even will come up with a plan B this time, but. Um, I think it's anyone's game, really, with the players that they do have. Uh, there's a lot of potential for, for either team, really, to take it. Yeah, Sam, do you want to talk us through what, what you think of, the, of West Ham's recent form guard? Do you know their yeah. last, last few matches? Yeah, well, they uh, starting about five games ago, they lost 2-0 to Cardiff at home. And the Cardiff are not doing great at the moment. They, they did beat Huddersfield, but they were 3-1 down in that match at home. And then, obviously, they've had a few hard games with uh, Everton, Chelsea and Man U losing all three of them and uh i think that's it's quite it's quite tough for them i think we can go there and expect to win and i think we're really trying to push for europe we really need to we really need to beat them especially because we got lucky with wolves watford and just all the other clubs around where we are not winning so we should have beat newcastle but to make up for it, i think if we get a good just a good win in general against west ham we'll you know, we'll be pushing up for that seventh place again. Yeah, they've lost West Ham, I think you're saying, they've lost four out of the last five. Obviously, Leicester have won four out of the last five. So it's a complete swing about there. Um, Jake, do you think do you think Europe is gone? I know when I left the match on Friday against Newcastle, I was I was pretty doom and gloom thinking that's Europe blown. But as Sam's just said there, Wolves, Everton and uh, Watford all lost at the weekend. So our defeat against Newcastle almost, we got away with that one. Is Europe still a hope for you? Um, I still I still see Europe, uh, Europa League as a hope and something we should really be pushing for this season now. We've, we, obviously, we've been knocked out of both the Cups, which I still think we should have really had a good run in. Um, we, obviously, we can't push for much more. We're not going to be in a relegation battle. We already know that now. Um, we're safe and secure uh, this far in the season, but... I feel like um, I feel like Europe is still there. Obviously, we just need to against again again like games against Newcastle. We really should be going there, uh, there at home as well. We really should be winning those games. And obviously, if we do win that game, and as you say, Wolves, Watford, or whatever whoever lose, we're pushing up three points ahead. But obviously, we lost, so we're we're still down there fighting for the those spots. So I think we just really need to take our chances and and see the potential this team has. Is definitely a strong side. We could definitely push. For Europe, um, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Sam, I think for most Leicester fans, want to get to that European spot, seventh. Obviously, it depends on Man City beating Watford in the FA Cup, but you'd sort of think Man City probably will beat Watford in the FA Cup. Yeah, it depends how Watford wants to take it, whether they want to get Europe spot or win the Cup. They've got one of two things to do. They, they could go for both, but I feel like they wouldn't, because they'll either get the Cup or... Come seventh, and I think it depends on how we do. To be fair, if we beat West Ham and we look stronger than Watford in the league, I know we've got. Uh, the next few games we've got quite tough games, so, I think Watford might concentrate a bit more on the league, rather than the cup. But I think we we could do with Man City winning, obviously, because if if I think if they win seventh place is Europe spot. Just to, just to, before we get on score predictions, chaps, um, we're running a poll live on 100% LCFC channels about how much would fans pay for Yuri Tillemans. Um, Jay, how much would you pay for him? I think the polls is 35 million, 40 million, 45 million, or, or would you pay more than that for him? Um, well, today's transfer market, obviously there's big money being thrown around left, right and centre. Um, 
I'd say for Tillman's, obviously he's he's been class for us um the past the past couple of months um, I'd probably put about around about a forty million price tag on him at the moment. He's a young player. He's he's uh, got a lot of experience under his belt for the, his age. Um, I definitely think around about forty million, forty million, even even more for Yuri Tillman's. And Sam, you were you were saying before we came on air about uh, Monaco and Silva. Yeah, well, it's kind of switch roles, both doing pretty bad at their current club. And now Silva's doing great at uh, Monaco and Tillemans is doing good at Leicester. And, and Monaco are interested very much yeah, in buying Monaco, Silva. they look like they want to keep him. So I think if we play a card I think we can sign for around 30 million with Silva going to their club and, you know, do that kind of transfer. That would be a great deal, wouldn't it, really? I think for most think Leicester so. fans, Silva didn't work out at Leicester. So if you could, if you could buy T-Elements for 20 to 30 million and give Silva in return... I think you'd take that, wouldn't you, Sam? I'd take it. Yeah. I, I can only feel bad for Silva because he's not, he's not played great in the Premier League, but I think it was a bit of a, a fast league for him, wasn't it? Yeah, culture shock. Yeah, so it was. it's a shame to see him go, but for, if we get Tellyman's in the deal, then I'm not bothered because Tellyman's has just been one of our best players so far, really. Yeah, absolutely. I think most fans would agree with you on that, Sam. Um, every week, guys, we give away a couple of pizzas from our pals at Peter's Pizzas. We always do a score prediction. Uh, so, Jake, I want yours first. I would like your first goal scorer and your correct final score for when Leicester go to West Ham this weekend. Um, I'm going to give James Madison the first goal scorer, and I think we are going to go there and we're going to win 2-1. Confidence there. Sam, how about yourself? Score prediction? I think 1-0, Vardy penalty. Yeah, keeping it, keeping it tight with Vardy to yeah. score again. He's on good form, isn't he? I think he's on 15 goals this season. So you really you fancy another one from Jamie Vardy? Yeah, I, I think he's just he's been our most consistent goal scorer this season, to be fair. And he always is, so... It, it's a big ground there and a big pitch. And I think, I think if West Ham come and have a go at Leicester, which I think they will do, they've got nothing much to lose. They're not in a relegation battle. They're, they're trying to push up the table. So I think they'll bring the game to Leicester. Their home fans will roar will be wanting them to come at us. So it will give Jamie Vardy space. I'm going to go with Harvey Barnes again as my first goal scorer, mostly because I've been predicting it every week now. I think he does need a goal. And um, I'm going to go for Leicester to win 2-1 with Barnes to score first. So we'll see next week who got the score predictions right. Don't forget, everybody can have a go on our Facebook and Twitter channels with their score predictions. And Jake, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you. And Sam as well. Let's hope one of your score predictions comes right. Yeah, let's hope so. All right. From me, Phil, this is 100% LCFC. And we'll join you next week. If you don't already subscribe to our podcast, please do so. And as ever, thanks to all our pals who bring us the content with us. That is Peter's Pizzas, ADT Taxes, Pink Vehicle Leasing, Hologram, Harlow Geek, Lot Repairs, and all the guys out there. So subscribe to 100% LCFC podcast and we'll see you next week. Calling all Leicester City fans. 100% LCFC keeps you up to date with all the fans' views, club news, gossip and competitions. Visit LeicesterFanTV.com or search online for 100% LCFC and join the Leicester fan debate today. Blue Army. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.